our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And this is Edmund. Happy New Year. Happy 2022 to everyone out there. It's been a while. Happy New Year. It has been a while. How's everybody doing out there? Everybody. What's going on, Greg? How you doing? I'm here. <laughs> he said, I'm here. All right. Made it. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Listen, y'all, I've had such an amazing year, start to the year. I thank God for another year. I was reminiscing the other day, uh, going down my list of the blessings that I've received. The fact that I'm even here and I got some, I did lose a few folks this past year. So I am grateful uh, to be here, and, and it wasn't necessarily to the to the virus, actually. Um, but God is good. Yes, so he is. I want to thank y'all for being such good listeners that are always here, listening to us on Thursdays and Friday here on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real 1100, where we keep you updated on medical updates, and we have quite a few today. I do to uh, share with you uh, some virus-related stuff and mental health stuff and food recall stuff. So. And the doctors are going to be calling, so I have a plethora of stuff that we're going to share with y'all today here on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Dr. Hines is going to be calling in today. Dr. Sewell is going to call in today. Uh, our newest doctor, I'm waiting on the confirmation from him. He's going to be calling in. Okay. Uh, not today, uh, but we have another doctor that's going to be actually calling in uh, as long as we're doing as long as we're doing the medical updates on Thursday. All right. All right. And uh, upcoming changes and stuff like that. So what did you do for the new year? Man, I actually uh, ended up staying at home for the new year. I contemplated going out for a little bit just to hang out. But once I thought about it, I kind of wanted to just uh, be safe, you know, as well as, um, you know, just, just kind of do something a little different. So I was on the back patio and, and the weather was nice and, you know, just created a little, 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 little zone, you know what I'm saying? A little mental space, you know, just for something to just relax and just, I brought it in. And of course the text messages begin to come in and the phone calls and you reach out and say happy new year to everybody or whatever. But I kind of just took it in that moment. I really didn't do a whole lot of broadcasting of it, you know, because mm-hmm. I think everybody's trying to do that at the same time. But um, just kind of lived in the moment of, of, of appreciation, gratitude. Um, glad to make it over to the new year and, um, being healthy, strong, and all those good things or whatever. So, yeah. So I got this old school great habit. Uh, when I was a little shorty, we used to have to go to watch night services, uh, go to church for New Year. Mm-hmm. And so what I did since I did not go to church for New Year's, I just said, what, 11.50 or 11.55, I was going to be praying and thanking God for up until the New Year came, just keeping in the... Not necessarily tradition, but the, with the way I was taught to be uh, grateful, so I did that. Uh, I watched so many movies. Did you? What kind of movies did just you watch? Netflix. I just Netflix call up. You know, when you get on those Netflix series and it'd be one after, after another. another one. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I had a couple of those where I, had, like I said, oh, please let this be the last one. It's already 3.30. Yeah. And then it didn't end until 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, so I watched quite a few series of that. And and rest and then plan for the new year. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of good stuff going on for the new year. Good, good. In that way of business, uh, I had an amazing show yesterday. Uh, shout out to Mr. Tail uh, Rock, uh, Ty Roxon. Actually, I interviewed this guy yesterday that has lived. Now you will enjoy this. He lived in five, four different countries, mm. five different continents. Mm-hmm. Young, well, at 30 something years old. Okay. 30, he's about 30, close to 40, somewhere between 30 and 40 years old. But anyway, he was a son, he is a son of a diplomat. Mm. So he got the experience of living in four different countries on five different continents. And what was he his take? A lot. He had just so many great things to share. He read a, wrote a book about cultural differences and how to make your differences. How to live through your cultural differences. So we talked about racism and currently what's going on in the world today, and and he talked about being in a 
other countries under a dictatorship, what that was like. Mm. And he lived through two dictatorships. And uh, that was really good. And it, it was it was such a good it was such a good interview yesterday. So I had a good time with him. I have uh, actually three other ones lined up that are just I'm kind of learning a lot because you get a chance to handpick. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say handpick, but I'm getting a chance to uh, some great people are coming to share some of their life. And the book that he wrote is really good. My struggles is is usually if I meet somebody that I'm going to interview mm-hmm. and they have a book, then I have to try to get the book try to read some of the book before they get ready to interview so I've been spending a lot of time reading prior to prepping for that okay and then kids or chefs I want to tell you all uh, so school has started the kids have started uh, they're enrolling in the online school they're having a good time we have an art class that we are so we have an art class now we have coding uh, several other things. Oh, you have coding as well? Coding, oh, wow. Coding, okay. coding for kids. All right, all right. Art, art is always exciting, but then the coding man, on top of that, that's, that's another that level. The instructor that does art yeah. is Edmund's life in fashion. He <laughs> oh, wow. loves... This brother is so art, just like... And he's just anxious to teach the kids just the basic thing of what a straight line is, what a box is, how mm-hmm. to make 3D. It's, it's so amazing. So watching him do what he do. Yeah. So we start his uh, actual production piece next week. Okay. But so he does his classes and, and we do them online. And we got us a home economics class coming. Home ec? So we who's going to be teaching? Have you met the, the teacher yeah, for home we got, ec? we got a teacher. I'm, so I'm kind of weighing between two different ones because now okay. when I was kind of trying to put it out there to get me a home ec teacher yeah. to teach like what you do. Uh, not quite what you do, but just on a more basic level of sewing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of funny to listen to them start reminiscing about, I remember, you know, I want to teach this because I remember I had home making numbers when I was in, <laughs> in school and all that stuff. And then they just kind of excited about getting up. So I'm trying to, trying to sell on that. So we will have our home make. So it's going to be fun to me to watch mm-hmm. them do what they do. You on, might learn something too. Now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, I, I, I remember the first thing I tried to sew uh, was try to put a hem in some pants. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. <laughs> I, it worked, but the thread was on the inside and the outside. You could see, it, and then I used the wrong color thread. Oh uh, no! So, but home, you know, home ec is not only just sewing though. Home it's ec cooking, is but we have cooking as well. Okay. Yeah, so you, right. we already got the cooking piece to it, but this we're doing the. Uh, I needed I needed somebody that for the sewing piece because okay. we already got the cooking. Mm-hmm. And then also congratulations to Krishan. Krishan is our first. Uh, Kids of Chef Ambassador. So we have actually 10 lined up, but he's our first one that's, that launches. And so get this, uh, Krishan. So the, what the kid, kid Ambassador does is they produce two shows a month. Really? From home. They okay. Got, so they get their own kit. They got their own cameras and everything that we make sure we box up and give them to them. And it's so cool. So I'm sure when he opened his box, it's a really big box with all this stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they get ready to, uh, uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, so they unfold. On, he's getting ready to start doing his first show. So we have Krishan uh, is excited about it. We got a couple other people lined up. So he Krishan is for the, is the first one that we got. But his kids, some chef ambassador, and then they got sponsors that actually uh, companies that actually uh, advertise on their show. So they'll whatever it is that they're preparing, uh, the companies are able to advertise inside their video. So it's odd because now that we start this kids ambassador program. It's so easy now for companies like, I want to run a commercial in this kid's program, you know, so got that going on. And uh, I think that's probably it for now that I probably want to share with you because I got a lot going on. Uh, so, and it's fun and I'm, I'm just really blessed. I had a, for Christmas this year, a lot of times around the holiday season, I can start, I'll start reminiscing about my mother for some reason. I'll go back to remembering how she used to cook all this spread of food for the holiday season mm-hmm. and i did go home for christmas i was like i was not going my mother's not here nor is my father but anytime i can get a chance to go home even if it's just to share um put flowers on the grave and stuff like that i do not take it for granted uh if my mother was here i'd still be running home as often as i could because you don't get a chance to give her one 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 round at this mm-hmm. so evan i wanted to go home so bad and i had to plan it Financially and strategically, because mm-hmm. for me to go home, 
it's three hundred dollars easy. Likewise, just fill it. Just, right over here. I'm talking about just buying gas, just right? gas by itself. And so, but it's just gas, and it's just money because I can't replace what I went to see. So I don't care about the gas. I don't mm -hmm, care about the money. Mm -hmm. So I don't make it. I've learned not to let the money be a stress of what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you need it. If you ain't got to do what you need to do and keep it moving, I'm I'm not dwelling in the world of, oh, woe is me. How am I gonna do it? I'm dwelling in the world of, okay, I'm gonna step out here and do this the best I can with what I got, and this thing's gonna work. So uh, I went home. And I was only able to stay there for like a day uh, when I went, uh, but that's all I could. That's what I can manage. So okay. I went, had a good time, yeah, and came back. Okay, but it was so fulfilling. So once I got there, I was able to take my ride back home to to reminisce about how home was and, and go out to the house and and took pictures. And I remember, uh, I know my youngest brother probably listening to me now. There's a gentleman. Uh, that which is one of our cousins that lived up the road from us and um, we went one Christmas and cut down a pine tree off his land a pine tree mm -hmm. okay. a Christmas tree okay yeah. and we cut it down yeah and me and my brother drug it my middle <laughs> brother we drug it home and we put it up in the middle of our yard so you know those older those homes back then we got a brick home with the little just flat you know just a ranch style house right mm -hmm. to, to drive the carport right so we pulled the tree we drug it all across his past <laughs> and we planted the tree in the front of the house right put all these big uh light bulbs with a big light fat light bulbs yeah decorated tree looking really good and everything so he the next day it was time for him to pick us up because he used to drive the school bus so he drives down to pick us up and so we we out there we getting on the bus he said lord y'all show got a nice tree and me and my brothers fell out laughing like, well, we cut this off your leg <laughs> he didn't even know we had cut the tree off his land but uh yeah so i had a chance to reminisce about stuff like that i, I really had a great christmas good I good really good. had a great christmas so but anyway uh we're gonna talk about a lot of uh, medical updates with you all here shortly uh so we're gonna get ready to get this party started this is alvin and this is edmund on the real 1100. <laughs>
This medical moment is brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. Should I get the COVID-19 vaccine? The answer is simple. Yes, you should. Over 600,000 people in the United States have died of COVID-19 infection since it started in 2020. This is not a myth. This number is for real. If you are an African-American with diabetes, heart disease, obese, you are a greater risk of suffering from the bad effects of COVID-19. The Delta variant is here in the U.S. and is more contagious. People in the hospital and ICU are now unvaccinated. You are in control of your destiny. Protect your family and friends by getting the vaccine. This medical moment has been brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. For more information about COVID-19 and other chronic conditions, call 1-800-788-0941. Remember, knowledge is power. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Then let's talk about your health. Jerry, what's up, man? This is Al. And this is Edmund. <laughs> what's up, man? What's going on, y'all? What's, what's going on? Man? What's happening? Happy New Year. I think I'm going to start calling you one, one of the X-Men. You know that? I've been why, thinking about that. Why are you calling me I just, I just, I think you should have that title, man. Why? Oh, because of that? Nope. Because you are one of the X-Men. Your powers are different. <laughs> what you mean my powers are different? <laughs> you got different powers, man. You're able to just make other stuff do. Yo. You know, you may not be able to make stuff levitate. But you got another power that you're pretty good at. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Man, I appreciate it. What's some of these good uh, shows and flicks you've been watching on Netflix? I've, I've caught a couple really good ones, too, just depending on what time of day. Like, because uh, during, I must say, now I gotta, I gotta say, during this little holiday break, I was able to actually tap out a little bit and mm. really, like, just relax. You know what I'm saying? And that right. included watching both Prime and uh, Netflix and all that stuff. Prime. The, yes, the family came through. I paid them $12 a month, but hey, Lord, I make th- that money back. Listen. Every time I go to Whole Foods, yes. and, they t- and I look at them little yellow stickers, how much money. I, listen, I'm not promoting for y'all uh, Whole Foods. I'm just telling my friends here about the benefits. So I know y'all ain't paying us no money for that. But that Prime membership. You got a where Whole Foods, you can use it? What do yeah. you mean? Yeah, Amazon Prime, you got that Prime account. To ship stuff. Your, no. When to you, buy stuff? Yeah. Purchase stuff, really? When you go to Whole Foods and they had that little yellow stick at the bottom where it costs $3 for everybody else and it's a dollar for you, or $1.99. I wasn't aware of that. That's because you got a Prime membership. Okay. I've saved, yeah. That's when I stop at your whole check place. Okay. Because yeah. the, the Prime membership is like the bomb. It's only twelve ninety nine. What you paying right now for your yeah. Prime? Yeah. You can use that when you go, when you go into the grocery store. Um, you just use your little Prime and they just give you discounts. It's kind of like the Kroger Plus card. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so you um, can save. Yeah, now Dr. Hines going to be calling in in a minute. Uh, she's supposed to call in about um, 425. Now, the, mo- the movies I've seen, uh, the one I saw was called The Widow. The Widow? Okay. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. That was one. Um, now, are these series or are these movies? Series. Okay, all right. Hannah, everybody, of course, have seen Hannah probably. Hannah is so good, too. Hannah, is that the older one? No, there's a, it was over this shit. There was a new season out. Okay. So I saw Hannah. Um, and then I just got so caught up in watching one after another. After another, yeah. Stuff. But I yeah, I needed that because looking on sitting on the computer all day, mm-hmm. it, you need I needed to give my eyes a rest. Because gotcha. be, once I get in my office and sit on the computer, I could be there for hours doing responding or something. Mm-hmm. And you just spend too much time on the computer. It's not good for your eyes. Too much. Right, you're right. Yeah, I've seen a, a lot of them too. I'm trying to remember what some of them was, but the, the one that really sticks out in my brain which is the most recent one. It's called Ada. Okay. And that's on Netflix. So okay. anybody interested in fashion, um, somewhat drama, mm-hmm. you know, the fashion portion is what caught me, but the drama kind of kind of draws you in because it's not just solely just fashion, but it gives you like a whole perspective in into the arena of the responsibilities of, of owning a fashion house. Okay. You know, in addition to some other things, but it's really good. Great cinema photography. Um, the, the people that you know act in the show or it's awesome you know they they're not known actors but they did a really great job in that series so i'm waiting on season two what is it called ada okay yeah e-d-h-a something like that i'm gonna pay attention but since, I, since we got this little home at class i cannot wait and uh i'm gonna be paying attention to just at least when it comes to fashion design now speaking of which so I don't know if I remember me telling you about having an Amazon, uh, an eBay store, an uh, Amazon store. 
So, you know, people have Amazon stores where you can have your own uh, store and people can order from you mm -hmm. through Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, so I had these socks that have Albanese Healthy on it. So on the Amazon store, people just go in there like, like when you buy stuff off Amazon, it's not coming from Amazon. It's coming from Amazon, but that you've actually ordered from somebody that reselling Amazon stuff. Okay. So if you ever pay attention to and where it comes from, it may have uh Home-based marketing, which mm -hmm. is my store, uh, Albany's Healthy, which is my store, and you've ordered some bottles of some, some empty bottles or something like that. Uh, but in the, on the Amazon store, you get paid for reselling the merchandise. So I got these socks, right? And I had my logo on them, and I thought about you because <laughs> the logo they had it. You know how the heel of the sock is. I don't know how I did it, but the, the heel of the sock, the, the logo was going under the heel. I said, <laughs> nah, that ain't right. <laughs> you know, but the sock material was so It's quality. I, yeah, you know, I, I don't how do they make socks? How is socks? Cause it, how do you make a sock? It's like a machine knitted form. It's it's many it's it's not sewn like on a sewing machine per se. Okay. You know, because the curvature and you don't want seams. Like seams can be very uncomfortable exactly. on your body. Okay. So if you're walking on it, uh -huh. that'll be like having a piece of rock or straw or something okay. just touching the side of your foot. It would irritate you right, throughout right, the day. Right. Okay. Um so it's it's made a little differently. It's almost like um what else is made in a tubular form? Like a tank top. A tank okay. top only has two seams up top on the shoulders, not on the side. So it's like a tubular element. Oh. So they kind of mold it around, you know, when it's knitted, you know, the sock wise. Gotcha. Because I wondered, I said, now, how, yeah, I was wondering how, how because I know it's not like two pieces of material and they put it together. No, so. no, no. Now, some may have a seam at the toe, but I think most people have gotten even away from that because if you have on a tight pair of fitted shoes, it's going to continuously to press that seam right, into right. your toenails or whatever. And that's, that's, that's very uncomfortable. That's old school socks, ain't it? Yeah. That's you know what? I never thought they do make socks different from when they used to. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I got these socks and the material was so nice, but I messed the logo. <laughs> so I'm about to go back to get it. But but you that that eBay store don't sleep on it. It's really really it's good. good. Yeah, because uh, I was watching some videos where some people making like over a hundred thousand dollars really a year on the Amazon store. Wow, wow. And all, all you do is get your store set up. And you don't have to just put your clothes or whatever it is you put on there. Mm -hmm. You can actually put, say for instance, you want to uh, sell hats. Let's just say you want to do hats. Mm -hmm. And your store was uh, Hats by App, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but you sold baseball caps, all kind of caps. You just pull from what you want, what, any kind of sh uh, caps you want to. Yeah. And then you put them in your store. And then anytime somebody buys, so if I buy a Braves cap, it might have came from your store. And you get paid a percentage of that. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, and then if you do it as an individual, so I'm giving putting y'all up on game. You do it as, as an individual account. You only pay. Um, you pay thirty nine cents per. I think it's per transaction. I think you get. So they take thirty nine cents of your money. There's a certain amount of money they take. I don't think it's a dollar, but you pay for each item. I think it's I think it's thirty nine cents. I know, right? No, I, <laughs> I was thinking the same but, thing. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. But no, entrepreneurship is definitely where it's at. I actually um, did a small, small lunch of a of a product I was testing. You know, I test products mm -hmm. before I actually put them out there. So in my mind, uh, for some time, I had been wanting to do like some type of cosmetic for okay for for women. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so I did some research on some lipsticks and stuff like that or whatever. And I even questioned like my aunts and my mom and everything. Like, you know, what type of color would you wear? What season? That uh, whole nine. Okay, okay. So as a gift to all the ladies in my family, which a lot of y'all, if y'all hear this before I get to you, I have not gotten it to you because I have it in my possession to give to you when I do see you. But I created a lip color. Um, for the season, so okay. one one lip color is called fine wine, okay. and it's a darker tone of like um, burgundy, probably. like a burgundy. I yes, uh -huh. and you know the amazing part was there were some people because I had intentions on going home in addition to my family coming here, but um, just like giving those those gifts and they were they were like because the very first one that I gave to was my mom mm -hmm. so because she was the, the the muse for the first one right. and um, you know she opened up she's like well it's so pretty I don't want to open I was like girl if you don't get them scissors and cut that <laughs> because the way that it's packaged you know and I mm -hmm. wanted to see that whole element of uh, unwrapping okay. the, you know so it's it's black and white 
uh, fabric and then it's wrapped with a um, satin like ribbon tie mm-hmm. with uh, some rhinestones around it or whatever. So okay. it was it was very beautiful and it took time to do that because I remember I told you I was playing Santa Claus. That was partially right, right. what I was okay. doing, making a bunch of those. But just seeing the faces of the people just open that and put it on and just smile and that whole nine or whatever. So to all my aunties and, and a lot of the other women out there, uh, you, it'll be coming to you. So. Um, yeah, because I hadn't, you know, due to COVID and stuff, mm. we kind of like, we ain't been, I know, right? you know, and then that, that mailbox thing. So I'm like, let me just wait till after all that. It's I'm, still in season, so we won't change the color until next season. So you good whenever I get it to you within the next week look, or so. Let me tell you, I've been swinging my mailbox over. I ain't, I, this whole COVID thing, I am not going to allow this COVID thing to have me that doggone pair. I've had COVID before, so I already know the level of, of, of paranoia, what it should because this is what would bother me. Had I never had it, yeah, I would be so afraid. Mm-hmm. But because I had it, I'm like, I'm suited and booty, but now I try to make sure I do what I can to pre- prevent it because prevent now it. I'm not afraid of it because what really gets you is the unknown. When you don't know, it's like, oh, I might catch COVID and die tomorrow. Or what's it going to be like? Well, you can, you, you can not catch COVID and die tomorrow also. Right. But, so but the COVID thing specifically that people are afraid of, like I would have been really paranoid had I not ever caught it. And you know, I caught it before they came out with the vaccine. You did. Yeah. yeah, that is right. I so they ain't had nothing for me. And that heat was tearing my tail. You was, you was, you were real hot. I had a fever of a, uh, uh, of 102 and 100. I said from 101 to 103 for nine days straight, 24 hours. Mm. Let me tell you, it was so hot till one night. <laughs> so y'all seen, you've been to my, you know what my place is, where the balcony overlooks the city. It was so hot one night, y'all. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning. I got up and stood on my balcony with just my box. And just walked out on the balcony. (laughs) You in Atlanta, anything goes in Atlanta. You could have walked walked on the freeway if you wanted to. No, I couldn't do that. Yes, you could have. I would have had to charge for that. I couldn't couldn't do that. I went out there and stood out there uh, and just to cool off uh, because it was was so hot. uh, Because my feet was bad. But basically what I'm trying to tell y'all, do not allow, be careful with the cold for sure. But don't let this particular thing just take your life anymore. You, and and, and I, I totally feel you on that. The only thing with 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 that level of um, there are some people who are caretakers, and there are some people who you just on your own when you if you because there there may be people around you that don't necessarily know how to take care of someone that's sick. So when the 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 people or the persons that are are um, the ones who you know provide the nurturing elements and and are the healers get sick. Right. That's when you like okay. Does does that make sense? That is that is okay. Because uh, some people just don't they don't they, it's not <clears throat> that they, they don't want to it's just they don't know how to take care of someone who's sick and someone the who's caregiver. sick needs that extra care. Look, let me tell you, thinking about care. So my cousin called me the other day and so she was talking about she went to visit my aunt. Uh, and she said, you know, you're talking about caregivers. She mm-hmm. went over there. Okay. I know Doc on the Doc, you there? Hey. How you doing? Hey, lady. I'm great. Hey, Happy New Year to you guys. Happy How's New Year. Look, Doc, I wanted to tell this story really quick about this is medically related as far as terminology. So my okay. cousin was telling me about she was taking, she went to see about my aunt who has a caregiver, right? Mm-hmm. This is when you yes. use the words wrong. She said, yeah, she went over there and her caretaker was over there. I said, wait a minute, baby. I'm going to need you not to say caretaker no more because <laughs> those ain't the same people. <laughs> well, at least she didn't call her an undertaker. That, Ooh, that nice. would have been a little bit. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's right. The, that's the next stage. The caretaker. That's the last stage. <laughs> the caretaker. It is the last stage, that's right? The, the caretaker one. drive you on out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doc, how you doing? That what you got going funny. on with this new? Um, well, the new one is the one HU. Uh, we we just had the uh, what was the other the var- uh, Delta Omicron. Omicron is so Omicron is is still uh, still a happening. Okay. Still the new kid on the block. At you know it's been in circulation for about a month mm-hmm. now, a little over a month. Okay. Now, so yeah, so it has now become dominant, spreading like wildfire. Um, but, you know, the good thing is that we're not seeing the severity of, of infection like we saw before. So, you know, while hospitalizations are up, people are being hospitalized um, a little bit more. There's an uptick of that, like what we saw like mid last year when, you know, hospitals were full and all of that. Right. So we are seeing that again, but we are not seeing a corresponding uptick in the number of deaths due to COVID, um, you know, the Omicron variant and, and the like, you know, people are not being intubated as often. They're not putting mm-hmm. in the ICU and that kind of thing. So it's looking so far and granted we're a month in, 
um, but it's looking like it's it's more contagious but not more deadly. Okay. Which I guess if you had to have it, I guess that's a great combination. Right. That you know it's making more people sick, but it's not killing more people. So why can't the CDC make their mind up on exactly what they want to see? Is it because they're getting involved in the political aspect of this? Because they tell you, you one know, day. I, I think that there <clears throat> that there's a part of that, and and I think that there is a um an urgency to help people get to the other side of this and to get more people on board with with their efforts and what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, and this is just my, my personal opinion, the messaging from the beginning, you know, the last administration and even flowing into this one, the messaging has been just kind of a step off, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, they, they make these statements and then, you know, have to retract them and change them. And, you know, my thing is just kind of keep it where it is until we are sure, sure, and then we can make these these statements. But, you know, everyone is, is hungry for new information, and, and they are eager to share. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with this new recommendation that if you are positive, you only have to quarantine for five days, um, and then they expect you to test again and have a negative test, and then you can go back out and rejoin society. Um, to me, that just seems a little... Um, not what I would recommend. I am still recommending 10 days. Okay. Personally, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, as I said this morning on my show, um, how many people do you know, or maybe even yourself, but you don't have to, you don't have to call yourself out if you don't want to, mm-hmm. but how many people have leftover antibiotics at their house? Mm, I don't. Right? Yeah. Well, for people who, who take antibiotics, a lot of the times what it is, you know, we don't prescribe it to be any leftover. The That's point right. is to take it to take it all. Mm-hmm. But we all know somebody who, you know, because I see it all the time in the ER, that people will come in and they don't feel good. And they're like, oh, I had some leftover XYZ from when I was six, six months ago. And so I just took that. And I'm like, mm, you're not supposed to have any leftover, <laughs> but okay, whatever. And what that is, is an issue of compliance. Mm. So, you know, we tell people, we want you to take these, let's say if I tell you I want you to take XYZ drug twice a day for seven days. So that's 14 pills, right? Right. Well, what happens after about day four, maybe day five, you start to feel better. So you don't take your medicine anymore because you feel better. That's right. You're done. Mm-hmm. And then those pills are mm. left over. Right. So we know that this is this is human behavior. And we also know that the more complicated we make a regimen, the less compliant the person is going to be. So if I have you taking a pill five, six times a day, you know, continuously, then we know chances are you're not going to take all of those doses mm-hmm. and you're not going to do it for the, the prescribed duration of, of therapy. So if I tell you that you can go back outside after five days, guess what? If you're feeling better in three, guess what you're going to do? Go out in three. <laughs> you're going to be outside. Yep. Exactly. Yep. But if I tell you to stay in for 10, which I really want you to, maybe I'll get five out of you. Right. Mm. You see? Yep. Yep. So, you know, you kind of have to work with the psychology of, of patients and, in, and patient care when you're making these these recommendations for how long we we should stay indoors and, and, and negative tests and so on and so forth. And around the world, you know, with Omicron spreading not just here rapidly, but all around the world, um, other countries, our European cousins, are, are really getting um, quite strict mm-hmm. um, with it. Um, Italy has now made it mandatory for all of their citizens over the age of 50 to be vaccinated, period. Wow. Uh, France is now, they the current policy in France is that you have to have what's called a health card. And that health card will give the following information, either that you are fully vaccinated plus minus booster, or you have had a recent infection that you have recovered from, um, or there was one more condition that was there, um, or that you've had a negative test within two or three days. 
Okay. And you had to provide proof of that in order to access all of their public stuff. So restaurants, bars, sports venues, public transportation, that kind of thing. Well, they came up with a new law to make those things a little more stricter, um, a little more strict, um, in that they want to go strictly with vaccination. Mm. It doesn't matter if you've had previous infection, negative tests, none of that will be acceptable anymore for those same for access to those same venues. Wow. That's true. Yeah. So this is, yeah. So it's really is, is getting, um, you know, people are, governments are really trying to crack down on this because this is having such a long effect because now we're into our third year mm-hmm. with COVID in existence. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are tired of this. It is hurting economies and, you know, and that's really what for, for a lot of, a lot of other folks, this is really what it comes down to is that, you know, when we have people, when I have workers that are sick with COVID, they're out. That affects my bottom line, period. You know, right. I, yep. It, it does. When, but, it, when I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the last um, thing from China, um, our Asian cousins, um, China in um, I can't remember the name. Xi'an is the name of the city. Mm-hmm. They have done a complete lockdown. Um, and that city has been under lockdown since December 23rd Wow! because of a rise in COVID cases. And when China locks down, they lock it down. Yeah. And it affects us. Mm-hmm. Well, and it does. Yeah. But they, you know, they will imprison people for violating the lockdown. When they say stay in the house, they mean stay in the house. <laughs> Period. You will stay wow. in your house or you will stay in the big house. Your choice. <laughs> Oh, you know, so varying degrees of of severity as in, in terms of the response from the international front um, for this. I don't know that any of that would work here, um, you know, I'm because sure people not. are are of differing opinions about vaccines in general and about this vaccine in particular. Um, boosters. So everyone 12 and up is now eligible for the booster. Okay. So, you know, encourage your family members and, and the teens. And of course, you know, children as young as five can get uh, can get vaccinated against COVID, but the booster is only for 12 and up at this point. And it's the Pfizer product um, at this point so far. Um, you know, but of course, they'll be evaluating the other products and, and making those recommendations as they come. And there's a, a new treatment. Um, a pill that you can take for COVID called Paxlovid. Okay. And three pills twice a day for five days. Um, you have to get access to that within a certain window after you're symptomatic um, in order for it to be effective. But the goal of that is to decrease hospitalization and, of course, decrease um, you becoming more severely ill and hospitalized and, of course, dying. We want to prevent that at all costs, of course. So I want to kind of go back to your antibiotics question. I mean, antibiotics mm-hmm. com- comment. Uh, what is is there a difference between me going to the dentist and he give me an antibiotic uh, for maybe an abscess that I may have mm-hmm. versus me coming to you and you give me an antibiotic for a stomach something else I may have? Are those antibiotics the same? type is it antibodies just the same across the board is just the time that you need it or antibodies different um so you know there are tons of different drugs Mm -hmm. depending upon where your infection is Mm -hmm. um you know some drugs work better in some places Mm -hmm. as opposed to others um you know some drugs work um you know of course and then there are people that have allergies to, Mm -hmm. to medications and that kind of thing so we have to have um, you know, variety in what we can offer. Um, but what your dentist offers you for, let's say, mouth infection, tooth infection, mm-hmm. is going to be just as good and just as effective as what I would offer you for the same infection. So you're telling me if I have a situation that I come that requires a, uh, requires a family medicine doctor versus a dentist and they're both prescribing me an antibiotics, are you saying I could take the same type of antibiotics that my dentist prescribed to me mm-hmm. that? Most certainly. Oh, 
Okay. All right. So that's the reason why people. So the, so the difference is um, in what the dentist is going to do after. So let's say you have an abscess tooth, mm-hmm. right? You have tooth decay and now that tooth has become infected. Now, I don't, I don't take out teeth. So the only thing in that situation that I'm going to be able to do for you is give you an antibiotic for the infection. Uh-huh. The dentist is going to be able to take that one step further. You know, if you went to them first, they can give you antibiotic and then bring you back and actually remove the tooth and take care of the infection that, you know, may be in the gums or whatever you may need. They can do that. Gotcha. Okay. But the medicine, them prescribing the medicine, you know, is, is the same. Okay. All right. I learned something. I always wanted the antibiotics the yep. same. It's but, the same. Wow. Okay. So, you know, so that makes me understand why some people are actually going to the veterinarian think, thinking that they can get the antibiotics that you give to a pet. They think they can ingest it as well because I've seen on the news where some people yeah. are actually getting mm. uh, And the animal antibiotics is not the same as a human antibiotics. Is that right, Doc? So the medicine is the same. The dose is different. Hmm. Okay. Is so, it stronger for example, for animal and I had a case. Hmm? Is it stronger for a human or for an animal? Stronger for an animal. Okay. Um, because most of these antibiotics, like for animals, is weight-based. Okay. So if you're talking about the medicine ivermectin, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people have been taking for COVID, and let me just pause and say there's no scientific evidence that this works. Right. But... There we go. Um, But, you know, a lot of people have been going to their animal supply stores because you can buy it there over the counter without a prescription. Um, Now, I have prescribed this medicine for certain for certain things um, like parasite infections and that kind of thing works very, very well. Um, And that's the same reason why you're giving it to your horse. However, your horse will weigh 1,200 pounds and the dose is based upon that weight. Wow. The average human doesn't weigh that much. And you, and so so for someone taking that medication that is designed for a horse, you are automatically overdosing yourself. And I actually had a case um, of this a couple weeks ago, and, and that, that unfortunate person now has liver damage as a result. Wow. Because the medication, the doses was too high for them. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, if they, if the CDC or whomever is uh, supposed to be the spokesperson, when you see something like this coming out, could explain it as well as you just have, they would understand, I know you want to take this, but you can't take what you just gave spot you, because the, the dosage is higher. You You're know? Right. Well, it's you know, the thing right is, there. but you know what? I'm going to say this, mm-hmm. and, and thank you very much for that compliment, but I'm going to say this. You are a human, not a horse, so you should not be taking things that are designed for horses to begin with. It all started with mane so and tail. I shouldn't have, so I shouldn't have to tell you not to take horse medicine. Right, but you know what, Doc? You know what I'm saying? But see, because I know it, you're right, we should not be, but but as a, as a non-practicing medical person, and I'm thinking, well, I, I'm trying to cut a shortcut. I'm, I'm knowing already that I can't take it, but what I'm ignorant about is the fact that the quantity of the dosage is not the same. So I, it's not a justification for them doing it, but I feel if they were to hear from, and I could be so so wrong, but I feel if they if explain to them clear and, and see you being honest about it, say, yes, I've prescribed uh, this particular medicine that you that I've given that chicken, but the different of it, or that I've given that other pet, but because you all are two different people, the, the dosage is different, although it's the same medicine. Then it makes more sense to them trying to fight saying, well, they still thinking it's okay to take it, not really realizing that the dosage is the biggest common denominator where it's most dangerous. Does that make sense? I see your point, but you know, well, you know what it is. So, the fact that somebody said that this was something that would work, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter that I'm telling you that the dose is different. Mm-hmm. You know, because I asked this this person, I was like, why mm-hmm. on God's earth did you take this medicine? And you know what he said? Mm-hmm. My friend is taking it and he says that he's fine. Just ignorant. Just doing what your friends tell you to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but here we are. But uh, isn't that, you, the, you know, but, but is that uh, also the same like uh, 
the herb, herbal industry uh, type um, medicines um, that people give, like you said, well, yes, when you take Tylenol, the same um, plants that we may use for to to produce that uh, particular Tylenol is the same plant that you're telling me I should just make tea out of it. But you or a scientist saying, okay, yes, th- this this is the same plant, but we've studied it enough to tell you exactly how much and how often you're taking it. Sure. Because you think it's a tea that you're supposed to put in a tea bag, not realizing that you drink the tea. And so a naturopathic doctor's, a lot of I don't know if they being, I don't know if they being, I think they being disingenuous to say, yeah, the doctor's just trying to take all your, take all your money and give you all this medicine instead of saying, yes, this is this this plant, this dandelion plant is exactly does what it says it'll do, but we as doctors and scientists have now, have now tested to see exactly how much and how often you just telling me to drink this dandelion right. dandelion tea, and now my right. now my stomach is messed up because I had a, I had a friend that's so into herbs, doc. And you know exactly what I'm talking about because remember I had to refer him to you. Mm-hmm. He has been so into the herbal thing until that boy went from uh, having a, a was like a hundred and seventy something pounds to his insides just by eating that because he thought he knows how to mix all these herbs and things that people were giving him. Was and he trying still to lose <clears throat> No, he, he got sick. Oh. Trying too many yeah, different he herbs. Got very sick. He got very sick. And I had mm-hmm. to get into. He had tried so many different things, and every time you would tell him about a doctor. He would try to tell the doctor, well, I'm not able to to break up food. I said, well, there's one doc I'm going to tell you to talk to, which is Dr. Hines. She's going to tell you just like it is without any extras. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he got so, and he got so little because he thought that his herbal type of stuff, he knew what he was doing. And listen to other and a, and a part of that, too, <clears throat> is, you know, people are allowed to, to sell herbs and say that they do whatever whatever said that they do without having, without any regulation. And and so here is where regulation comes in and is very helpful, Mm -hmm. right? Because I can't tell you that a medicine is going to do something. And I know that it's not going to do that Mm -hmm. because that puts my license in, in jeopardy. Right. Right, right, right. You know, because there's a body that governs all of that and, you know, it would get investigated or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but for a lot of people that sell herbs, there is no such governing body. There is no such regulation. So if you go in and you're trusting what this person tells you, because I guess, why wouldn't you, right? Um, you know, this person doesn't have to have any particular credentials. Right. So you really just have to be careful with everything. I mean, even with, even with going to a, a, a physician, you have to be careful. Um, You know, you have to make sure that this person is a reputable person. Um, So you have naturopathic doctors who are very well trained, licensed and regulated um, that can tell you which herbs would do what things. Right. Right. And then you have somebody that's just deciding, oh, I'm just going to go to the to the health food store and get this. And this is what worked for me. And so I'm going to sell it and recommend it to other people. Right. Gotcha. So two different two different things there, but you know there are good natural paths out there that can can help you and guide you if the herbal medicine route is the way right. that you should go. Okay. Well, Doc, thank you so much. I appreciate okay. you. Uh, I mean, that was that was great. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, sharing the information. Awesome. Y'all make sure y'all listen to Doctor Hines here every Thursday. Every Thursday uh, at eleven Indeed. o'clock. At eleven, it. Okay. I know eleven o'clock. Okay, yeah. no, I thought you were saying that. You good? Go oh no. Go okay. Ahead. All right. All right. So we got Doctor Sewell on the other line now, waiting on us. Doc, thank you so much. I appreciate. Oh, uh, all right. Well, we have a great one. We'll all talk right. to you next week. All right, you Doc. Be safe. Bye. Be blessed. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, y'all. That was Doctor Hines. Uh, just with us. Uh, I know people thinking we were just supposed to be doing an hour today, but we have to go into our whole hour and a half today. Uh, the other. It will be next Thursday where we're on just for an hour. Okay, no problem. Yeah, well, we're giving so, we yeah. we're coming back and we're giving them the the <clears throat> yes. good info yeah, we, on what's yeah. going on. So yeah, we we making some changes, y'all. Y'all will be hearing about them later on. We we're working on some developing changes as we go. We'll probably be announcing those tomorrow. I'm just assuming. please continue to tune in. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Yes. But anyway, uh, we're gonna take a break right now, and uh, we're gonna play your little music. I've already picked out all my good music and sent in already. And I'm well, I have about, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Alright, so Jerry, you go ahead on and kick it off for us. We'll be right back. Uh, this is Alvin and Edmund on The Real 1100.
This medical moment is brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. Should I get the COVID-19 vaccine? The answer is simple. Yes, you should. Over 600,000 people in the United States have died of COVID-19 infection since it started in 2020. This is not a myth. This number is for real. If you are an African-American with diabetes, heart disease, obese, you are a greater risk of suffering from the bad effects of COVID-19. The Delta variant is here in the U.S. and is more contagious. People in the hospital and ICU are now unvaccinated. You are in control of your destiny. Protect your family and friends by getting the vaccine. 
This medical moment has been brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. For more information about COVID-19 and other chronic conditions, call 1-800-788-0941. Remember, knowledge is power. You're tuned into WWE Geekville. AM 1100. All right, y'all, we're back. This is Alvin. And this is Edmund. Did y'all enjoy that Teddy Pendergrass? Teddy P. Teddy P, man, I, that that uh, my sister used to have a poster of Teddy Pendergrass in her room. You remember back in the day, the poster days? Posters was in. Yeah, everybody have a poster and stuff put on their walls and stuff like that. That's Not before. only back in, well, yeah, back in the day consists of from what the the nineteen hundreds back. Because <laughs> like, remember Word Up, remember Source, remember Vibe, mm-hmm. remember the magazine publications yeah, yeah, yeah. that used to even even in that. Are we done? Are yeah, we done? Okay, yeah. Okay, right. well, well cut Greg, it. I mean, I'd all like right. to thank you well, all so right. much well, for cut, listening. Well, back and, uh, to the 1900s. Right, and uh, thank you all for listening <laughs> to Old Fashioned Health Show. This all is right. Alvin. And this is Edmund. Tune in tomorrow. On The Real 1100. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.